Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a pianist, singer, composer, producer, and musical director from Oakland, California. She creates funky, flavorful tunes that reimagine jazz, funk, and hip-hop, soul, Latin, and R&B music, which illuminates her sultry voice, fine-tuned piano technique, and talent for composition and arrangement. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous Dana Salzman. Welcome to Mixing It, Dana. Thanks so much for joining me. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm doing good. Excellent. I'd love for you to give us a little bit of background on music. Seems like you've been doing music for quite some time. So give us a little bit musical background and how old you were when you first started playing piano. Okay, well, I started learning piano when I was four years old. My mother is a Russian classical piano teacher. And so I started learning with her at four years old. And then by the time I was 10, I started playing saxophone also. And I got pretty serious about jazz music, actually. And then around that same time, I switched from my mom to a jazz piano teacher named Don Haas, who's not around anymore. He was one of my first mentors. And I studied with him, and he taught me all the basics of jazz, and I continued to play in, like, all the school bands with saxophone and piano, so, like, jazz bands and marching bands and stuff like that through high school and whatnot. And then I went to school in New York at the New School of Jazz, and that's where I got my degree. And I've been also, like, doing gigs since I was 16, just playing in different bands and stuff. That's awesome. How would you describe your music? I mean, I, I said it was funky with influence of jazz, hip-hop, so on and so forth. But how would you, if you had to give a 30-second elevator pitch, how would you describe your music? People always tell me it kind of reminds them of Erica Badu-ish. They hear a lot of different elements in there. So I would say it's basically if you had to put it in a category, it would be like R&B, soul. But it definitely has a hip-hop and jazz and reggae and gospel and Latin, all these different undertones, even classical. That's how I would describe my music. Excellent. And I know that you already mentioned your mentor and obviously your mom, but who are some of your musical inspirations or influences? Well, at a really early age, I was definitely heavily influenced by some of the jazz greats like Finn on the piano, Charlie Parker. Those were some of the early ones. And then I got put on for like Jimi Hendrix and all kinds of early rock and stuff like that. I'm definitely influenced. I'm just going to throw out some like I love Gil Scott Heron. I love Roy Ayers. I love Chaka Khan, Roberta Flack, Nina Simone. Stevie Wonder has been a huge influence. Herbie Hancock. There's also a, a pianist named Monty Alexander. He's a Jamaican jazz pianist. 
he was a huge influence on me too. And there's so much more. I'm sure I'm leaving out a bunch. <laughs> I know it's it's hard when people ask that question because I could ramble on for quite some time. You don't realize how much some of the earlier artists influence you, and it's great to hear some of the names that you mentioned, um, especially in the the jazz and and R and B era. I hear a lot of the names that also influence me and influence some of the other artists that I've interviewed. It's it's very interesting how we're all kind of connected in one way, shape, or form. I wanted to talk about one of the songs that you brought with you, and I get the sense that this is a personal song. I could be very wrong, but I get the sense from the lyrical content that it is definitely a very personal song. So could you tell me about Unfold? What is it about or what inspired it? Unfold is kind of like about all these beliefs, like for so long, like whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And like, it's all part of the master plan. And, you know, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. And just like all these things I just believe to be true. And even that there is God in the first place, kind of gone back and forth with my own beliefs with that. But all these things that I just believed were true, I had a few, like, traumatic things happen to me, and it kind of made me question everything. What if some stuff that doesn't kill you doesn't make you stronger? Maybe it leaves you broke for a while, you know? Or, like, what if this is not part of the master plan and it feels like the plan went terribly wrong and you just can't understand it at the moment. I, I don't know. I was at a point where I was really questioning everything, sort of more in the place of not knowing and kind of watching and waiting for things to unfold. That's kind of my MO in life. Like I'm not very like combative. If there was like fight or flight, I'm definitely not fight. Or if someone does me dirty or does me wrong, I'm more so like wait I change my behavior or my relation towards the world or towards whatever hurt me and kind of listen because there's these like very subtle things that are unfolding right in front of us in our own spirit and also in the world. So um, that's what this song is about, just sort of watching and listening as things unfold because it's not how you thought it was going to go. It's very prolific, and I would love to share it with everyone. So here is Unfold by Dana Salzman. Get cool. 
It takes a long time to get to know somebody and grow And for the true personality and colors to show No blurred lines over here, babe, you already know I'm a work in progress, not more and not less I may fall along the way, but I know I got this Sometimes I'm cool, sometimes I'm not Sometimes the world sucks, sometimes I like it a lot Sometimes all I want to do is crawl under a rock Sometimes the pain just won't stop Disappeared from under my feet Don't even remember what it was I used to believe Everything's changing now Trying to figure out how to get back on my feet What was up is down vibe of that and going back to some of the descriptive genres that I used initially to identify your music, you you definitely do capture multiple different elements and that's fantastic. It actually makes the music very interesting to listen to. Often said, especially lately, that there's too much cookie cutter music going on. And Mm. a lot of today's music, in my opinion, is very boring. You know, oftentimes I am turning on the radio and it's almost like I'm hearing the same thing over and over and over again. And there's not a lot of variety in what I did very much like about the two songs that you sent me is that they're very unique and have so many different elements encompassing them that they're interesting to listen to and give you a sense of, you know, who you are as a musician, which is really great because like I said, I've often found at least lately that a lot of stuff is just too boring. And after 30 seconds, I'm turning it off or turning the channel to find something else. So very well done. Very well done. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. A lot of musicians have done the coast-to-coast relocation thing. I know that you have done it as well. So what's it like being 
a working musician in New York versus where you are now in the Bay Area, California? Well, now I've been back in the Bay Area for about 12 years, so I imagine things have probably changed out there in New York. I I have done a couple gigs in New York since then, since I moved back, but most of my playing has been out here on the West Coast now. I guess when I was coming back to the Bay Area, I was thinking that I was leaving this place with this mecca of all these heavy-hitting cats and, like, great musicians, and I felt like I was coming to a place where, in my mind, I thought, like, the level of musicianship out here on the West Coast, Bay Area, there's a very high caliber, like, group of great musicians out here, and also a lot more work than I thought there was. New York is a little bit more of like a doggy dog world. The club owners, everyone's a little more impatient. The sound people, there's so much talent, and it's saturated into such a small area that you could just walk 25 feet and hear the most amazing musician. And some of those people are in the subway, and they're homeless. There's so much talent in New York, and I guess because of that, there's less opportunity to make money from it. The club gave barely pay, at least when I was out there. So the money is in top 40, which is true out here, too, playing for corporate events and playing top 40 and basically kind of selling your soul for, for money. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yes. Talking to the top rock person that I am, I definitely hear you. And I've also noticed and seen that and heard that Nashville is very similar, where there's just so much of an abundance of talent within the Nashville area. And I don't know if you've ever been to Nashville, Tennessee, but it is small. It's a small area. And a lot of much, So much talent, yeah. So much talent. Yes. Yes. And it is, it's tough. It's very tough. So I could definitely see that. I actually have, you know, quite a few people in California and New York. And I do hear that New York tends to be a lot more cutthroat, if you will, where California, while I'm assuming there is also competition, but it does also seem to be a little bit more welcoming and a more camaraderie type of of spirit between musicians, artists, and even some of the venues. So I can definitely see that. And I know, too, you do a lot of teaching. So you're a sought-after piano and voice teacher, and you're a single mom, which is crazy because I don't know how you can fit everything in and how you can even get time to, to practice with all of that. So Can you tell us a little bit about your practicing methodology, how you kind of keep up to date with all the things that are going on? Well, it's definitely been an extra challenge because we're forced to homeschool our kids, and that's a huge commitment. And not only that, like, well, everyone's been experiencing this. It's been a lot during this pandemic. But in general, it is a lot. Honestly, I get most of my meaningful practice sessions done when when my daughter goes with her dad on Saturday night, used to be my gig nights, but ever since the pandemic, gigs slowed way down. So now those are kind of like my practice times. 
And um, I also have found that even five or ten minutes of focus, it can be very, very meaningful. So it's not necessarily how long are you practicing for, but if you can get in a ten-minute session but really work on some particular skill you want to work on or song or whatever it is, technique, and do that a few times, maybe you don't get an hour or a two-hour chunk, but I definitely recognize the value of small chunks of productive practice time. Yeah, I don't know. My kids have learned how to, like, when I'm teaching, be quiet, <laughs> especially during the pandemic <laughs> I'm teaching at home. And they know that I often have music to work on and stuff, too. But I, I, I definitely engage with them, too. I don't know. I feel spread thin. I'm sure probably many of us can relate, whether you're a single mom or not, because sometimes I wonder if being a not single mom, like dealing with your kids and a man in the house and all that is sometimes even harder. That seems really hard <laughs> so um it's it's a lot it's just a lot right now um but yeah I do have a lot of students also and I love my students so 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 much and um, I'm really thankful for that kind of work because I don't hate my job like I really love teaching and playing and stuff like that so at least I don't hate my job <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, I can definitely relate with the whole mom, kid, you know, children, plural, and having the family responsibilities and trying to balance that with work and and music and and doing all of that. And, you know, I mean, I'm a mom too, got it, you know, married, all that fun stuff. And it's the same, you almost feel like the day never ends, right? Because even when you're sleeping, you're not really sleeping. (laughs) No, because you're like, you're like about you're... what is everybody going to eat the next day? What's everyone going to eat? <laughs> what is everyone going to eat all day? What is everyone going to eat? Like I'm so that's why I, I like when on the days when I don't have my kids, which is not that often, but every now and again, like usually I'll get like one day on the weekend, sometimes two, and sometimes zero. But anyway, on those days, I just love not worrying about what everyone's going to eat, and I don't really care that much about what I eat, so. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, I don't, you know, just wait until they get to be teenagers because uh, then it's, yeah. What are we eating? There's no food in the house. It's all about Oh, food. I have a teenager too. Yeah, I have a, one of my kids is a teenager. He, he, he eats everything. I'll buy it the whole thing. He eats everything. Eat everything that I bought for one day. But then the next week I try to buy some of the same stuff and he's like, oh, I don't like those anymore. And then he's like watching his video, not eating anything. So I don't know. <laughs> I have the same problem. I have the same problem. <laughs> oh my god, that's so wow. funny. I also know that you're a band leader. So what is that all about? I've been running my own band since I was 19, and I've always been a member of other bands. Like I, I, I usually have a couple bands I'm working for that, you know, that helps pay my bills, like usually top 40 bands. I play in a couple of different bands right now. Like one is called Entourage. It's in the Bay Area. We do wedding parties and stuff. I also play for a Tina Marie tribute band by this lady, Carmen Jones. But my own band, we do all my own original music, and we've been doing this since I was 19, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> the members have changed a bit, obviously, in that time, but... For the past 15 years, I've had the same bass player. And like I said, we do my original music. Right now, it's a six-piece band, so me on two keyboards and singing. And my bass player 
my drummer, a saxophone player, a trumpet player, and a background singer. And all those other people also, I give them some backgrounds to sing. So everybody sings a little bit in the band. And we also do solo, duo, and trio gigs. It kind of depends on what the event is or kind of like how much those would pay. And that depends on how much of the band I will hire for that gig. But, yeah, I really love it because my favorite thing to do is write music and then write cool arrangements, write horn lines, write different stuff in there, and then have real people playing it and it coming to life. And it's so satisfying and it's fun and amazing. That's so awesome. And I'm actually glad that you touched on the writing piece because I ask all my songwriters to share a tip or trick or give a piece of advice that they would like to share. You're like a a dual songwriter because you also play piano and you compose and you arrange. So any tips or tricks that you could share with any of our budding songwriters out there? Like tips about writing a song? Yeah, anything you'd like, or practice or, you know, Mm -hmm. anything in regards to song composition or hey, always write from your heart, or, you know, those types of things. Just something quick and simple. Well, honestly, song inspirations can come from anywhere. So I don't want to be too long-winded, so I guess I will say this. The first part is doing the the nitty-gritty work, like the stuff that's not that fun and creative, like basically like let's say you want to be a great basketball player. Well, you have to do a bunch of push-ups. you got to run a bunch of laps you got to do a lot of conditioning. And then when you get on the basketball court, you're going to shine. So same with songwriting or, I guess, being a musician or artist in general. You have to practice whatever that is, whatever the scales, techniques, songs, chord progressions, arpeggios, however you want to do it, so that you feel super confident and comfortable on your instrument, whether it's your voice or an instrument. And I do believe that once you do that work, the technical nitty-gritty work, and then you do the other work, which is your your personal self-work of being grounded, feeling your breath, being present, having some sort of meditation slash prayer or whatever that means for you, like a relationship with the calm, quiet, peaceful part of your spirit that's just waiting inside. It's like it's not accomplishing anything. It's not making money. It's not getting likes on Facebook. It's just this, like, presence that's been in you ever since you were born. So when you tap in with that and you've also done all the other actual technical work, I believe then you can become a vessel for the truest inspiration to come through you, which is going to be your personal highest level of self-expression oh my god that's such a fabulous answer (laughs) i love that absolutely love that oh thanks so this is a great place to take a short break here from a word from one of our partners in podcasting this is the fabulous singer-songwriter laura cheadle and we'll be right back on mixing it with nikki chris here on sim radio hey this is laura cheadle and you're listening to mixing it with nikki chris on the sim radio network Check out my new single, Everybody Say, now on Spotify. Sisters in music, together we are stronger. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Dana Saltzman. So you just mentioned a little bit tips and tricks 
grounding and you mentioned patient taking a deep breath. How do you keep yourself grounded with everything that you do? Unfortunately, I've found that I have to do like so many things every day just to feel normal. So I, you know, I exercise every day. I, I try to meditate and slash pray every day if I can. A lot of it is being aware also of your thoughts because everybody walks around with a story going on in their head. And sometimes the story is necessary, like, hey, there's a bus coming, move out of the way, or you have to pay this bill today, or, you know, there's obviously a, a reason we need to listen to our thoughts for a lot of the day. But a lot of the time, the story that is going on in your head may not be helping you, and it might be repeating ways in which other people have hurt you or repeating ways in which, you know, something is not right and it's always nagging at you. So kind of like learning how to turn that story off and um, coming back to your truest nature, like that calm, quiet place inside of you, just remembering that that is there no matter what. So, yeah, and I'm in therapy and half the time I don't feel normal or calm. So I, I do all these things. I do all these things and still um, don't have it down. But um, but I will say I do feel more calm and I feel more centered in my spirit. And I feel at least, I can tell you this much, I feel authentic. Like I use words that I mean. This keeps your spirit calm. Like you don't have to say yes to everyone. And you don't have to um, excuses of why you can't do things. Like you can say, thank you so much in a kind way. Like, thank you so much for the invitation or whatever, but like, I won't be there because I don't want to. So stuff like that. Yeah. I I know what it's like. (laughs) Trust me. It's often very hard to say no when, you know, when things come up. You always feel like you have to say yes to everything. Certainly can relate to that. So one of the things that I did want to talk about before we get to your second song is recording and music production, because I do know that you're also doing that, as if you don't have a ton of other things that you're already doing. But this is actually a very interesting topic, because I've noticed lately, at least in some of my conversations, that if individuals in the music industry, especially artists or composers, songwriters, who are doing their own music. If you don't know how to do some type of recording, mixing, and production, that you're severely limiting yourself, in my opinion. Do you feel that this Mm. is the case? And is that one of the reasons why you started doing recording and music production of your your own work? Well, I don't know if if, I fairly agree with the first part only because, I mean, maybe someone is mastering their instrument or, like, writing amazing songs. I'm I'm not saying that everyone should know how to do these things. I don't necessarily believe it's limiting them, especially if they have access to a studio or someone that can't. But in a sense that, yes, it's going to cost more money and, you know, you'll have to rely on other people. I mean, ever since I was little, like anything that could record, I would find a way to um, like overdub and like it started with a really old school, like four track recorder. And then I, I got a 
eight-track digital recorder. That was my first one when I was, like, 18. Um, some of these ideas in my head come to life. Where I mean, I know how to record a bass line. I know how to make a beat. I know how to add some chords. I know how to add some lyrics. Like, I I want to do it now. I'm not going to pay money and go to someone's studio. I just don't have time and money like that. So, um, so I started with learning how to use digital recorders and then, um, and actually some analog ones and then moved towards like using Pro Tools. And I'm, I'm an old school person, so I like the MPC, the Akai MPC. It's like a drum machine sampler and it has a very classic sound for hip hop and it kind of gives music this slap that you just can't get from any software. And now I'm transitioning to working with Logic also. But I will say this, I know how to record and all that and a little bit of mixing, I understand a bit of it. But honestly, I know how to do it just enough to, like, give my ideas out. Like, there's so much that I don't know about it. I've recorded many albums, like, and also helped produce other people's albums and songs and stuff. Once I do all my production and stuff, I, I have someone else, another set of ears, mixing it, and then a different set of ears mastering it so there's plenty i don't know believe me i just i I basically know the basics of how to get the song together a little bit about panning and effects and whatnot but but yeah it's it's not like i'm a pro at that but um i'm getting there yeah i mean you have the basics down and that's really more of what along the lines of what i i meant because i think it's very important for individuals especially independent artists to at least have the ability and knowledge to get their ideas down, right? It's great to to talk or record into a voice recorder on an iPhone, which I know a lot of us do. I do all the time. But it's also yeah. very important, I think, to be able to use. I use Studio One is, is, is the DAW that I use. Could never master Pro Tools. Kind of got frustrated with that mm. one. I throw my ideas down. I throw a whole bunch of stuff together. I, you know, I mess with things and play around with stuff. And it's a good way to at least right. get your, a, you know, a baseline song construction down. And then, yeah, I agree. I mean, I work with various individuals and it's like, hey, here, check this out. What do you think? And it's it's a nice, easy way, especially now in the digital age, to be able to, like, share things back and forth and so on and so forth. So definitely yeah, understand so let's get to Red Light before we run out of time. So tell us what this song is about. It's God or the universe tries to tell you something over and over again. Like, hey, this person is not for you. Hey, I'm trying to tell you this person is not for you. But, like, your heart can't hear it because you are blinded by love. I mean, love is blinding. And the person can treat you like shit over and over but you won't see it because you see the best parts of that person and you refuse to see what's really, really happening. So sometimes God or the universe has to smack you in the head with a frying pan, and that can take the form of whatever it may take for you. Maybe it's the form of that person just completely doing something absolutely unimaginably horrible to you. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. So it's a song about so clearly through with someone and so freshly hurt by them, too. Okay. Well, this is Red Light (laughs) by Dana Salzman. 
Sim Radio Network with Dana Salzman. That was red light. Very intense. You can certainly see where 
yes, love is blind and sometimes you do. I love the analogy that you used, hit on the head with a frying pan. thought that was great. Definitely. <laughs> and very descriptive, so very well done. Before we Thank you. sign off, you're welcome. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Any upcoming shows? Where can they find you on social media? Now's your time to shout out from the rooftops where they can seek okay. you out. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, I do have four albums out. One is a new album called Unfold, and it's available on all platforms. So if you just type in Dana, D-A-N-A, Saltman, S-A-L, Z like zebra, M-A-N. You can find it on all platforms. It's called Unfold. Please follow me on, well, on Instagram, I'm Dana Salzman Le Funk, so D-A-N-A-S-A-L-Z-M-A-N-L-E-F-O-N-K, so Le Funk with an O. And then on Facebook, I'm just uh, Dana Salzman. I have a music page on Facebook. It's Dana Salzman. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome so much. All right. Well, I would love to thank my wonderful guest, Dana Salzman, for taking the time to chat with me today. It's really been a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, for mixing it. On behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.